0: Combination of RSV, the flu, and COVID 19 have been putting immense strain on uh, pediatric hospitals across Ontario and health officials in general. Many uh, hospitals have had to uh, shift their resources to accommodate the influx of uh, patients. Uh, this, of course, most recently evident in Ottawa, where the Children's Hospital of Eastern Ontario was called in, uh, called in the Canadian Red Cross for support. We've uh, talked about uh, the three respiratory illnesses a lot, uh, but uh, something I've just, you know, from talking to people over the past couple of days, how much does the average person know about RSV? You know, sometimes uh, COVID, flu, and RSV can be difficult to distinguish. Uh, They have some common symptoms. You know, already knows cough, congestion, a sore throat could arise from any of the three. So, I wanted to talk about uh, RSV a little bit here and just kind of focus on that. Uh, Dr. Alex Summers is the Medical Officer of Health for the Middlesex London Health Unit and joins us now. Appreciate the time today.
1: Glad to be with you. Good morning.
0: We often talk about RSV for children, but adults can get it as well, correct?
1: That's right. Um, RSV is a virus that causes respiratory symptoms in people of all ages. It tends to cause most severe symptoms in the very young, so kids under the age of two, and those who are older. Um, but adults can certainly get it too.
0: What are these signs signs and symptoms uh, for uh, adults? Is it the same for everyone? or
1: The signs and symptoms of RSV are very similar to other respiratory viruses and can mimic even things like COVID or the flu. Um, often people will have a cough or a runny nose, maybe a sore throat, fever and chills those symptoms probably sound familiar to many because they're pretty much the symptoms you get with your common cold or even worse respiratory illness.
0: How can people you know, distinguish between the three? Often, you can't. And I
1: think it's important for people to know that we don't necessarily need to distinguish between the three. When we get a respiratory illness, the most important thing that we need to do is take care of ourselves and get some rest. And for most people, particularly if you're otherwise healthy, Whether or not you've got COVID or influenza or RSV or any of the other common cold viruses, it's all about making sure you stay hydrated, managing your symptoms uh, by resting, and potentially speaking to your physicians if your symptoms get worse. We really only need to test and differentiate between the three for those that might require additional care, like antivirals or things like that. And Those are pretty select folks who often are admitted to hospital or who might be assessed in specialty clinics.
0: How easy or difficult can it be to track RSV, I guess, in particular in adults? I mean, to that point, what you just said probably will not happen unless you have to go to hospital.
1: Yeah, so RSV is a bit of a challenging virus for us to track um, because we don't test for it routinely. Um, individuals who are admitted to a hospital or potentially if there's an outbreak of respiratory illness in a long-term care home, as an example, uh, those folks may get tested, and, and we use that as a measure of activity in the community. So we certainly know at a provincial level that RSV rates are up because more people being admitted to hospital are testing positive for RSV. So there are ways to measure it, but it's really challenging to give a really specific answer about how much RSV is in the community at any given time.
0: Are you getting a lot of people contacting the health unit asking about uh, the flu, RSV, or COVID in particular, or is it kind of like a combination of the three?
1: Most folks are asking us about what we're all kind of experiencing in the community right now they're asking about how to best protect themselves against all of these respiratory viruses and the good news is that the tools that we need to use to protect ourselves are the tools that we know so well um, because they've helped us get us through this pandemic it's critical that you get yourself up to date with your vaccines there's not a vaccine for rsv but there is one for covid and there is one for flu and by getting yourself up to date with those vaccines you're just limiting your chance that you'll get a respiratory illness. It's really important that if you do get sick, that you stay at home. It's really important that you wash your hands regularly. And as we've been saying over the last little while, I would encourage people to mask more often. When it makes sense for you when you're out and about in indoor public spaces, masking can really protect yourself a little bit more against these viruses. And it's worth it right now as we head into the holiday season.
0: Masking is interesting because on the one hand, you know, there's uh, fatigue. But also, I think at a certain point, Uh, people, it's just, it's common now. People are more used to it. And so there's not any sort of a stigma people might associate with it. So there's both ends of the spectrum in terms of the masking, where I think it's people are just masking other people, you know, aren't too worried about it. And people can just, uh, can just carry on about their day.
1: That's right. I think masking is, again, a a really helpful tool. And there's going to be folks for whom, the risk of a respiratory illness just isn't big enough for them to wear a mask. But for some, it is. And and right now, masking isn't just about protecting yourself. By masking more often in public spaces, you're also slowing the transmission of these viruses through our population. And that's helpful because it makes the stress and strain on our healthcare system partners, those hospitals that you were mentioning earlier, makes that strain just a little bit less in the immediate term. So you know, we are asking people to mask more often, particularly in public indoor settings, not just for you, but for the community as well.
0: So for people who uh, may uh, get sick uh, at some point, I don't want to say it doesn't matter. That's too strong. But if you're sick, you're sick. And so it doesn't, uh, in terms of what you should do in response to that, would be the same for all three, As uh, which is, I guess, one of the, you know, quote unquote positives of all three being the same. Like your response is kind of the same regardless of what you might get sick with.
1: Yeah, for most uh, adults and and even most children, if you're otherwise healthy, uh, it really doesn't matter which one it is in terms of what you need to do. Stay at home, get rested, stay hydrated, wash your hands, and if you go out of the house, wear a mask. If you do require more health services so you're really not feeling well, you're you're, you're getting quite sick, then it's really important to speak to a, a physician or nurse practitioner and they can help determine whether or not they need to do any further investigations.
0: And some of those, uh, you know, uh, things we've been doing, as you mentioned earlier, are good uh, uh, to keep in mind for the holidays as we all gather together and you're going to have uh, young kids and elderly people and everyone mixing together, uh, potentially in some in some circumstances.
1: That's right. We're heading into a busy social season. and I think all of us are looking forward to a busier social season than years past. And so that's why, you know, when, when you can and where you can take the steps to protect yourself, vaccinate. Wear a mask in indoor public settings, wash your hands, and of course, if you've got any symptoms, stay at home.
0: Dr. Summers, I appreciate the time today. Thank you very much.
1: Always a pleasure. Take care.
0: That's Dr. Alex Summers, Medical Officer of Health for the Middlesex London Health Unit.